Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sam. And I'm Mitch. And welcome to the next episode of Club Sandwich. I thought we were going to say it together. Yeah, I tricked you. Get okay. pranked. Well, we're back. Um, so I think we realized that we needed to start off this episode with... Um, <laughs> addressing some controversies. Yeah, that we have this labeled in our document as addressing the controversy. Um, this comes at a certain point in really any public person's career. So for us, it came after episode zero. Um, before we even really got to make what we thought would be our first real episode of our podcast. Um, and we don't. We've been hamstrung, so to speak. That's a good way of putting audience. it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I mean, at least we're addressing like these controversies rather than, uh oh, Mitchell had some tweets from 2013 exactly. that are a problem now. Right. As far as I know, there doesn't anymore exist anything offensive that I've put on the internet. I've probably said something bad when I was little. You probably have something in some Reddit forum. No. <laughs> Don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. It was not Reddit. I'm um, not a Redditor. Before we jump directly into discussing and responding to the controversy, which we haven't stated what it is, we just <laughs> led up to it. It's, um, it's like this big thing that we're making it out to be. Yeah, and it is. And it is. Um, we're going to read some reviews of the podcast. These aren't official reviews like on Spotify or on Google or anything. These are Question. DMs and things I've received. Yeah. Can, can we read them sexually? Sexually? Yeah. What do you mean? Like... There's this one bit on Jimmy Fallon uh-huh. where they get Jamie Foxx to say unsexy words sexily. Oh. I feel like we could read unflattering reviews. Okay. We don't, we don't have to read all of them. We can just kind of pick our yeah, favorites. Yeah. Um, um, you I'll, go first. <laughs> I'll start us off. Um, this is like ASMR this, time now. This one comes from a dear fan and friend of ours, uh, Lillian. Stop telling people y'all are Weezer fans. <laughs> It's two minutes in, and you have mentioned Weezer six times. Thank you, Lillian. Um, all right, this next review... Yeah, we'll review, get to that. This next review comes in. I have to get really close when I talk in this <laughs> This is, this is ASMR now. We haven't, we haven't tested how the audio sounds when I record this close to my computer talking like this. Um, this one comes in from our good friend, Hannah. Why does Sam sound like he's 50 feet away from the mic, and Mitchell is speaking directly into it? It's because I am 50 feet away from the mic. Mitchell won't let me near him. I'm socially distanced. Sam, stay in your corner. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, we'll just do a couple more of these because already I'm tired of this bit. Yeah. Um, this is horrible. Listen to approximately two minutes with my mom and she said, I can't listen to this unless Sam speaks up. <laughs> I'm speaking up now. And we also, yeah, well, we'll get to that. All right. Um, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read our last two here. <laughs> Um, homies used a 20-year-old Tickle Me Elmo microphone they found in a dumpster. That one comes in from our friend Luke. Um, it's not our friend. I don't know him. Okay, Sam doesn't know. Don't. I mean, I'm sure I'd get along um, with him fine, but don't put that on me. I'm sorry. I'm I don't sorry. want that pressure. He's a great guy. He's a okay, great guy. Okay, I believe you, but um, I wouldn't know. This last review comes in from my sister. <laughs> Sam sounds like a wraith trapped in between worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Well, there that's... were a lot of positive reviews aside that we got a lot of like ten out of ten, five stars. Listen to it with my mom. But yeah, I mean, all the criticisms, let's say, weren't exactly about content. Um, it was more so about. It was more so about 
there were two things. Two things that we're going to discuss now. Um, <laughs> and they're very different from each other. <laughs> one, the audio quality. Um, well, we realized on one side of thing that on one side of things that there was one setting in my computer that we have changed before this um, that changes how my microphone reads audio. Um, it tr- what it was trying to do last time was cut out background noise, but. It thought Sam's voice was background noise. <laughs> His computer's a douchebag. Yeah, and like it was discriminating against him because we were like we're equal distance from the computer now, and last time Sam was even closer to the mic than I was. So, so I don't know if it just likes me. So all the people that thought it was my fault, it wasn't. Mitchell just has a racist computer. It yeah, exactly. It's racist against Mississippians. And it's a it's a learning computer, so I wonder who he learned that racism <laughs> from. I wonder if it like reads for my voice or something i don't know if that's a thing that would be very weird that would be kind of creepy you would also have to give it a sample of your voice for it to do that at well, some point i've sp- i have like like recordings from like clips i've recorded on my computer i think you would have to voice. give permission for them to like search for your voice also that would be terrifying i may have just clicked through and given it that i don't read a lot of prompts that pop up on my computer okay um so more so about the audio, we recognize also that the audio quality you're receiving now may not even be peak. Um, I don't know why I said peak. <laughs> um, so we recognize that. So we have a microphone. Um, if you ever heard of the legendary Logitech Blue Yeti microphone, it oh, is sort of praise the, be to him. If you've ever watched any YouTuber's older videos when they tried to have a higher production quality but didn't have any money. This is the ticket. This is the cheap podcast YouTuber low-commitment microphone that doesn't have a super big price tag, and it's my birthday, so I get my parents to get it for me. This was the corner... This microphone is the cornerstone of the, like, 2010 Let's Play Oh, exactly. I mean, this is... This is the stuff. It built Weezer. Um... It, not Weezer, YouTube. Wow, that is really oh, no. sad. Oh, no. But I so, thought you were trying to segue. Uh, we can. We can. I mean, you're... You get the gist. My computer's yeah. built-in microphone obviously isn't the best thing ever, even though we've changed the setting that allows us to have better audio. You can hear me scream! Um, that, I don't know if that even picks up. It may have peaked the yeah, microphone. Yeah, that may just be a really loud noise. I screamed really loud. Scare. Should we flag that? Uh, yeah, we'll flag that one so uh, we can do something with that later. Um, I'll get us into the next part. Yeah, Sam. Um, so we're we're gonna put a trigger. Open this can of worms. We're gonna put a trigger warning at this part in the um of the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you or a loved one is Weezer phobic. Um, this program contains high amounts of Weezer content, so yeah. we would recommend that you... Well, actually, we can't, We shouldn't tell anybody to turn this off, because we kind of need everyone to listen, so... No, we need you to... Maybe just, like, turn it down lower. No, then... no, suck it up. Listen to us. Put, okay. put on your big boy or girl pants. This is a trigger warning, but you have to listen to it. Yeah, the get get over it is kind of what we're saying. Um, so Weezer, right? Yeah, the other it's complaint right, that we had received... <laughs> The other complaint we had received multiple times about our first episode was the frequency with which we had mentioned the band Weezer. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you who aren't in the know, Weezer (laughs) is a... You just explain what Weezer is? Yeah, well, they should know. They are an alternative rock band Mm -hmm. whose peak, this could be argued, whose peak was in the 90s and early 2000s. Um, I mean, yeah. And 
you've probably heard some of their songs. If you've ever listened to Island in the Sun, Beverly Hills, Say It Ain't So, any of those, that's Weezer. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, the issue is that in the meme community, Weezer is kind of known as like the black sheep of music. Yes. And there is a very prominent social stigma about being a Weezer fan, which is, to put it simply, you have not interacted with a woman You're, in your life. Yeah, it's the it's the virgin soy boy Weezer. Okay, I didn't know we were going to drop the stigma. V word. People I said it. it I said he said it. That's what it is. That's what it is. You're you don't talk to women. You're an incel, and you suck. Um, is kind of the yeah. the stigma about Weezer. And Mitchell and I subsequently that has been placed upon us. Um, you know what? With it being Pride Month and everything, I think it's only fair that we had declared ourselves as proud Weezer fans. Yeah, um, it is something I take pride in. They're they're on that flag somewhere. I don't know. There's enough colors that. Should we make a pride flag with all the Weezer with all albums? the Weezer albums? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Anyway, sorry. That's a that's a thing for us to do later. Um, yeah, we are both self-confessed Weezer fans, and you know what? We caught some flack for it, but really I'm did. I'm not gonna back down. Like, you can't change me. You won't change me. And I'm a Weezer fan and proud. This is my story. Wow, that was. This is like that Disney Channel thing where Bella Thorne talked about being dyslexic. It was just really awkward the whole time. The, like, this is me thing? Yes, yeah, yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow, this is not how I intended for this conversation to go. <laughs> I kind of commandeered um, it. I mean, Sam really took the reins on that one f- for me. I mean, I was going to step back, but he took a step forward. Mm-hmm. Weezer isn't even my favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not mine either, but they're... One of my favorites. Yes. I think I think we talked about Weezer, and we talk about it so much because you have it's something you have to defend. Yeah. It's it's not something you can just casually throw out without some form of like <laughs> controversy. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean everyone's heard, you know, like Island in the Sun and Buddy Holly and Say It Ain't So and Beverly Hills. Um, Sam Aldo has pulled up his Spotify top artists. I just I just wanted to double check on something. I pulled up my Spotify top artists from 2021, and sitting firmly at number three is in fact Weezer. So, not statistically, they are not my favorite, but they're up there, top three. So yeah, I mean, what can I say? I like Weezer. Um, they've got a lot of great songs. Um, some pretty solid albums um i've listened to their music since i was a kid through like listening to the radio oh you know where i i started my weezer journey where did you start your weezer journey rock band one Mm. that game has influenced my music taste to this very day so strongly like they put say it ain't so on there I will always Banger. associate that song with playing it on Rock Band. Mm. They have the Chili Peppers. They have the Rolling Stones. Um, <laughs> Creep by Radiohead, Classic. which is another in the similar vein as the Weezer fan thing. Yeah, um, I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. I don't belong here. Um, so that's kind of where I started. And then I guess I would say it progressed over... I mean, eventually I heard like Island in the Sun and... Buddy Every Holly. white girl's favorite Weezer song. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. almost without 
like if, a count if they like, have a favorite not Weezer a song. No, I think every girl I've ever asked, even white or not, has said <laughs> their favorite. Like I'm like, they're like, oh, you listen to Weezer? I really love Island in the Sun, and that's like that's almost like an insult to me at this point as a Weezer fan. So you've you've met girls who are aware of Weezer. As a Weezer fan, I've talked to women. I'll say it. Can you like? Point me in their direction, maybe. I may sh- shoot you their Skype address. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Follow follow it up with their LinkedIn. Yeah, um, I, I put them on a MySpace. <laughs> Gosh, we were we even alive where like MySpace no was really a thing? I have no idea. But the point is, Pinkerton's my favorite Weezer album, <laughs> and weezer's one it's not that bad <laughs> two not my favorite band on the planet it's just you can't mention weezer in passing it's something that mm-hmm. people people nowadays will attack you for mm-hmm. there there are weezer phobes out there and yeah. it's truly it's disgusting that we are living in the day and age we're living in um in a time of acceptance and love and people just still cannot come to grips with the fact that some people unironically enjoy Weezer. And it is unironic. Yeah, so, like, this is not a joke. We actually do like the... Be- exactly. Well, actually, I feel like part of it is... It like, is a joke. Most of it is genuine, <laughs> but, but, like, I would have... I don't go around declaring, like, oh, <laughs> no. yeah, I'm a... I'm a X band fan more only than, in the like, past like else. couple months have I felt the need to like talk <laughs> yeah. about Weezer because <laughs> they've become such of a meme college is like a time to d- define yourself to other people and like you have to reestablish who you are and I'm like you know what I'm gonna lead with like Weezer fan that's gonna be somebody like people yeah. are gonna be like oh yeah he likes Weezer doesn't he may he? need to restart next year <laughs> just pretend like we don't know anyone <laughs> Or I was to say we don't know any Weezer songs. Like they come on and like anyone plays it, we have to be like, "What's this? I've never oh, heard yeah. this before." Dude, this is kind of cool. Yeah. So honestly, so, don't even like Weezer that much. But the first concert I ever went to, <laughs> by, by my own choice, I've been to a Weezer concert. Um, so I've gone to a concert as a kid that I'll talk about later. But uh, I've actually seen Weezer in concert. I was like two people back from the front stage. I'm so jealous. Now what you're thinking of is Mitchell. How much money did you spend for this? None. Um, my friend, uh, his dad actually works in the something something department. I don't remember. Uh, Prestigious. Sorry, Ben's dad um, at UAB, the University of Alabama, uh, at Birmingham. And so he was like, guys, got a sick opportunity. This was before I even really knew too much about Weezer besides their top songs. He was like, I can get you VIP tickets to Weezer. And we were all like, what? So me, uh, my friend, and a few other friends went to see Weezer in concert. Um, it was amazing. Did you have an interjection? Were you wiggling your oh, finger at me? No, I was wiggling for you to get a little bit closer to the laptop just in case the audio is <sighs> Yeah, weird. I don't I don't want to be a Sam as we call it oh, in, pod, in the shut podcast up. community. Shut up. So shut your mouth. It was awesome. Um I'd like to, you know, lead with that again. We have to talk about Weezer. Uh you complained about it and so we've talked about Weezer for at least nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like the biggest middle finger to our audience we could ever do. <laughs> we'll call it the Weezer episode or something. I feel like um, if we put it in the title, people will just not okay we'll hide listen. it we'll title it based on everything else we talk about in the rest of the episode we'll just act like 
didn't we talk about at one point naming our episodes things that had nothing to do with what we talked about? Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> we were just gonna, we were going to talk about like movies or something and name the episode the time I got held up at like a convenience store by gunpoint. <laughs> yeah, like I witnessed a murder. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about like anything like we'll that. Ju- we'll just name our episode like this episode our love lives or something like that. <laughs> we talk about Weezer. <laughs> um. But but anyway, I I loved it. They were great, and I'm not a huge concert kind of person. Um, I mean, I'm the kind of person where it's like I don't get obsessed with a band or like albums. I just kind of like other specific than songs. Lions by Sam Gould. Well, that's that's a little different. Um, but that that is what I'm talking about. I get hyper fixated on like a few songs. But through this concert, I got to hear a lot more of Weezer's discography. Like I really struggle with that word. Um, <laughs> give them a listen. <laughs> like, guys, they're not that bad. I feel like I really gained hey, a lot of appreciation for Weezer from that concert. Just reach out to one of us, and we will set you up with the proper, like, mm-hmm. we'll guide you through a spiritual Weezer journey. Yeah. We'll, they At the concert, they opened with their cover of Africa. That yeah. was what they came out with. It was, it was amazing. Come on. Like, every... Everybody loves Africa, and they right. made a cover of it in, like, Africa by Toto by Weezer. Yeah, that was, like, honestly got kind of big. Like, it was it very... It played in a lot of restaurants. Yeah, I heard it on the radio, and I was like, why is there a cover of Africa on, like, modern... But, but it, it was it... Weezer... It was... I was, I was <laughs> yeah. about to call him Weezer Cuomo. Rivers Cuomo, voice going... <laughs> I bless the rains out in Africa. Yeah, okay. One thing we do have to clear up. Rivers Cuomo is by no means the most talented. I mean... No. He has I, a distinct voice, but it's not particularly, like, amazing. It's kind of like the... I, I read a thing about how all the members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers have said, like, yeah, w- our appeal is not our singer's voice. He is not a good singer. We just make good music and have him, like, sing over it. It's, it's true. Um, yeah, I am by no means saying Rivers is Rivers. Weezer is the most musically talented band ever. I mean, honestly, they're all kind of give or take, but they've got some bangers. They have some bangers, um, and they ended at the concert with. I showed Sam the video of this the other day. The an acapella version of Buddy Holly. All four of them got around the mic and did all the. I look just like Buddy Holly. Um, and they were doing the different, like, bum, 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 you know, as acapella does. It was great. Yeah, speaking of that song, Mitchell has been tormenting me with it over the past, like, two weeks that I've been at his house because he has, on his camera roll, like, a four-second clip of the climax of the guitar solo, and he'll just randomly interject it into, like, any conversation. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> like that, like that. He wanted to make that the intro for this episode, and I <laughs> vetoed that idea. Yeah, uh, we stuck with our, you know, our intro that's been a theme for all of two episodes now. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what we do that sticks. If there, if we even have enough episodes for anything to stick. Yeah, or if people listen to this at all. Yeah, I'm very skeptical about this. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but um, so concerts yeah i mean we can use this to talk more about concerts i feel like this is a sort of a good way to segue into future topics because this is something that you what's the normies oh my gosh we're not using that word well sam we are gamers all right call them plebeians plebeians um you know we're into some nerdier stuff and we we don't want to 
alienate you. I mean, look, <laughs> you guys listen to music, right? <laughs> you know, human things. Right, of course. I'm pretty sure I made that exact same joke on the first episode. You, did, you said that exact same thing. <laughs> Golly. This is going to be rough if I just keep repeating the same jokes. This is how guys, it is believe it or not, life. I'm not funny. Um, I know that may be a shock to some I don't think either of us are funny. I think we're both we're, we're situational only, people. We're, f- like, in a vacuum, we're not funny. No, we need things to happen around us. <laughs> and then we could be like, haha, that's like Among Us. When someone goes an event, and I, it's funny. The amount of times I've heard that, like, exact phrase is <laughs> shocking. <laughs> I'm probably a really painful person to live with. He says that as we are looking at his like seven dollar among us poster <laughs> from hobby lobby that is like tattered and it's hanging over a mirror <laughs> he can't, there's a mirror in this room but there is a tv and an among us poster covering the entirety of it he had that poster was it on your ceiling or was it behind your bed it, it was on my ceiling and then it fell behind my bed <laughs> Yeah, he had it on the ceiling, so it would be the first thing he saw in the morning and the last thing he saw at night. <laughs> it's true. Oh, my gosh. But Sam Sam has also been to a concert that was not Weezer or yeah, Among Us related. Several, actually. Um, so, unlike Mitchell, I'm a big concert guy. And, I mean, my parents have, like, taken me to shows for all of my life, pretty much. Um, but over the past, like, year, I've started to really get invested in like my own kind of taste and try to like find my own things to go see. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll just start with the first thing I have written down on our to-do list of topics, which is New Orleans Jazz Fest. So last month I got to go to the prestigious New Orleans Jazz Fest, which is like in the prestigious city of New Orleans, which is disgusting. I kind of hate New Orleans, but it anyway, is kind of gross. Um, it is. Like, just this huge celebration of... Obviously, jazz is a big part of it, but, I mean, just kind of music in general. And Shut up. (laughs) And Cajun Creole culture. Um, It is so cool and crazy. I would simultaneously, like, recommend everybody to try it and also say, like, never go to that. Did they have Um, good food? They did, but we didn't eat any of it. What? Because... Okay, you went to New Orleans and didn't like eat food. It was the middle of May, and it's like a oh, hundred degrees outside. There are so many people all around you. It's you can't swampy. tell. You can't tell if it's your own sweat or somebody else's. There's like a guy with a top hat with like a skull on it, and he's like the voodoo man. Yeah, there there were some voodoo men. Some like little frogs. There was that used to be people. There was an. And a crocodile just, that wants to play jazz. On stage. <laughs> <laughs> and a and a really big like. Firefly that has a <laughs> thick accent. Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was. There's also an overwhelming stench of weed. Like I have never in my life smelled that much weed. Yeah. Um, but it was a really cool time. Um, we went, and there are a bunch of tents. Like the setup is, it's just a bunch of tents for different genres, and you oh, can go really from cool. yeah, you can go from tent to tent, and just like. Here's a jazz tent. Here's a blues tent. Here's a soul. And, like, so we just around, went around seeing things. It was the first time I'd ever seen jazz live. It is, That's like, the coolest so thing ever. Cool. You've Every person needs to see jazz live at some point in their life. That sounds... I feel like that's so much more of the appeal of jazz because it's such, mm-hmm. like, a personalized form of music. Because yes. it's all, you know, like, 
oh, like, I'm going to start doing this. Like, oh, now this mm-hmm. guy's going off on his own thing. Yep. You know? So yep. I feel like it's so much more fun to see that live. It is very that cool. character interaction. And that's, like, that's the only thing I've ever seen where people will applaud for, like, instruments during the song. Yeah. Like, everybody claps once songs are over at, like, shows. Mm-hmm. They literally, they would go around, they had the piano player do a solo, everyone applauded. Like, while the music is still going... Then the drummer would do a solo. Everybody applauded. Also, the only time I've ever heard people applaud a drummer. The drummer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a sad life we drummers live, but it's honest work. Um, So anyway, we. What'd you say? I coughed. Um, So we did that. Uh, There were a couple. Like the way Jazz Fest schedules things is, it's spread out over about seven days across the span of two weeks. How long were you all there? We were just there for a day. Oh, you you can buy. You can buy tickets for, like, the whole thing. So it's, it's like, three days one week and four days another. And every day has, like, a bunch of smaller acts. And then by the end of the night, they'll have about one or two headliners. Mm-hmm. And so unless you're staying there the whole week, you kind of pick a headliner you want to go see, and you're there for them. Mm-hmm. And so we picked the Red Hot Chili Peppers, me and my dad did, because... Because they're awesome. They are awesome. The they, Foo I Fighters... Mean, they can't stop. They literally can't stop. They're addicted to the shindig. <laughs> Some, might say. Some might say that. Um, it was supposed to be the Foo Fighters headlining, but unfortunately, Taylor Hawkins, the their drummer, passed away recently. Yeah. So, sucks. The Chili Peppers stepped in, but we went and saw them, and it was insane. They're like the Red Hot Chili Peppers are some of the most musically talented individuals I've ever seen. Yeah, Chad Smith, the drummer is the best drummer I've ever seen live. Mm. Flea, the bass player, is the best bass player I've ever seen. He's also, like, certifiably insane. He, um... <laughs> you you gotta watch him. Do tell. <laughs> he's, well, he's, got, he's gotten a little better about it, thankfully, but, like, he was kind of infamous for, in the 90s, he would just play entire sets naked. Oh. Um, yeah. Say that word again. Shut up! I'm a I'm a redneck. He, deep would, down. Say, he would get on that stage you know, naked. He, he would, would he'd break down naked. He would play the shows naked. And then for our show, when they did the encore, he did a handstand all the way out to his base. Oh and, my god! And then started playing. Yeah, he yeah he walked in the handstand. Yeah, like walked what? all the way out there, just picked up his bass, started playing. Um, and bass players are always like the most chill. eccentric. Mm-hmm. We chose different words. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, but it, I was about to say something that sounded really condescending and douchey. But um, wow. they are so as a drummer. Enter- <laughs> shut up! They are so entertaining together. Um, it was really gross because it's my first. That was my first ever music festival, and man, that is way more people like standing on top of you than I ever mm-hmm. really want to have again. Yeah. Um, but it was so cool. Also, really funny side note. Before we saw the Chili Peppers, we saw Randy Newman, and I don't know if most of you know who that is, but we were waiting for him to play one specific song, and right as we were leaving, he played it. So now I officially have the flex that I have heard You've Got a Friend in Me live. Yeah, which is so cool. I mean, because that... I mean, just those words are single-handedly much more well-known than Randy Newman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the only reason I, like, 
I'm like, oh, Randy Newman, he's the you got a friend in me guy. That, mm-hmm. That's what he is to me. Yeah. I mean, that that's what he is to pretty much everyone, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, he is really, really, really old and didn't play it super say, well. He sounds like he's 70 in Toy Story 1. He's, he's like 90. Okay, well, then that, um, the math almost checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he is really old. He and performed di- in 90? Yeah, he didn't play it super well, but it, we were all there for the vibe. It oh wasn't gosh. really... Um, so anyway, that was my Jazz Fest story. There's also a I see you have very, written down drunk girl. Yeah, there was a very drunk girl <laughs> who, like, me and my dad were waiting in line for the bathroom, and she walks past and just trips and, like, eats <laughs> right, right in front of us. And so she's going down. She trips in front of us, and she, like, slams into my shoulder on her way to the ground. And rather than helping her... I immediately check my wallet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I've always heard if like strangers hey, bump into you in a big place, they're like stealing not, from that's you. That's not a bad thing though. I mean, people run these kind of tricks. Pickpockets do. <laughs> exactly. I started looking around to be like, all right, where's the guy like it's in not cahoots your with fault. her? I mean, I've yeah. seen ones where it's like someone will like spill something and I'm be yep. like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I gotta help you. But now that like your hands are on yourself, then mm-hmm. like, oh, my pocket or my hand slips in your pocket. Oopsie, yeah. oopsie. Yeah, I, th- I literally that thought it was sense. that exact thing, but no, she was just really drunk and <laughs> but stupid. But it's funny to imagine somebody bust it next to you, and you're immediately like, hey, did you just take my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> She's like on the ground bleeding. I'm just like, where's my money? <laughs> but she she was fine, for those of you concerned. Wherever, well... Wherever that girl is now, I'm yeah. sure she's in a better state. Most people, than she when was they're then. drunk, have like such a higher like resistance to damage. You know? Yeah. No, that's definitely true. They're like they're invincible drunks for sure. Uh, seriously. Um, so now you want to speak about your next concert experience? Yes. So Weezer, I would say, was my first concert. I still remember very well. I'm only not... Weezer was your first. <sighs> sure. Weezer <laughs> was. Weezer was the, my first concert that I kind of made a personal decision to go to. But when I was younger, my sister and my mom had tickets to Ellie Goulding, and they had another one for me because I really loved Ellie Goulding as a kid. Uh, first of all, she's gorgeous. Or at least she was. I haven't checked up on her for a while, <laughs> uh, ever since her album Halcyon Days. Um, she's British. She's so British. It's awesome. Um, That's one of the few times that being British is awesome. Yeah. I mean, they have... As my grandmother said the other day, they have really bad teeth. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Uh, that She said that pretty out of pocket. We weren't talking. I was just... I mentioned I was going to London, and then the conversation paused for a second, and she said, I've noticed about the British is they have really bad dental care. <laughs> um... But anyway, Ellie Goulding's British in the cool way, um, <laughs> not in like the condescending kind of she's, way. She's like... She's British in the Mick Jagger way, not the like Simon Cowell way. That's a good way to put it, Yeah. Um, but anyway. I really hate Simon Cowell. Um, that's not what Ellie Goulding sounds like. Um, I can't. I'm, I, was, I was about to try to sing like Ellie Goulding. Um, thank you for not doing that. Um, you show the lights that stop oh me, turn to stop. That's what she sounds like. Everyone knows that song. You also probably know the song Burn. I actually did know that song. Yeah. Um, because it's like her banging iconic song uh that was the one that like was the big build-up to at the concert that and burn but my favorite ellie golding song is called goodness gracious um it's awesome you should listen to it on spotify um, are you shouting out ellie golding on our platform i am right I'm, I'm shouting out ellie golding's music from like 2014 um attaboy or no that, that would have been a lot earlier than that um because i went to that concert when i was like eight 
So that was like 2010. Wow. I, Interesting. That's crazy to me. I still have the shirt. It's a really cool shirt. It's like a triangle. I don't, I'm making the shape with my hands <laughs> as if you guys can see it. Just or as if you don't know what a triangle is. <laughs> it's an equilateral triangle. It almost kind of looks like the uh, the Hogwarts thing, you know? The little Harry Potter logo. I'm with not the a, triangle and the stick and the circle. No, but I'm, I'm not a Harry Potter. A Harry Potter people know what I'm talking about. But it has like the an E and the G head. in the middle. <laughs> it's like a black shirt and it's like all the writing is white and on the back it has like the whole like set list and stuff it was, it was really cool I remember it being really awesome and as a kid that was the first time I was like whoa that woman's attractive <laughs> whoa wait 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 <laughs> you know I'm yeah I won't I won't dig deeper into that um it took you yeah. eight years to no I mean I mean everyone has like a crush as a little kid but I was like oh. whoa like you're like, dude, women are awesome. Yeah. You know those, I see videos of it where it's like a little kid like sees a girl and then like his jaw drops and the, the caption's like, this is when like he knew he didn't want to play Fortnite anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, it was one of those moments for me. But Okay, I'm trying to remember who, oh my gosh, I've got to look up this person's name real quick because now wow. that you've mentioned that, of I, course. I think I know. Um, yeah, okay, so if any of you have ever watched the Disney Channel show Jessie... <laughs> It's not Debbie Ryan. It's not Debbie Ryan. But there was a girl on there named Peyton List, and she was like blonde and like she was blonde. Kind she of wasn't like, like blonde. Kind of like I think she was the snarky rich character. I don't really remember. Well, that. the whole was, family was rich, but she was a bit more like stuck up, I guess. Yeah, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, everyone's had those complete um, non sequitur, but yeah. Anyways, that was my first concert experience. I don't remember it too well. I remember. I thought you said Weezer was your first. Well, oh, first that was of your my own volition. first. I'd say Weezer was my first. Like, I'm going to go to a concert. Yeah, okay, I was, okay. was like, I'm a kid. I'm kind of getting dragged along, but I still had fun. Yeah, parents couldn't find a sitter. Um, I mean, I, my, I mean, my parents didn't find sitters for me. I mean, they just <laughs> they just left me in a cardboard box. <sighs> yeah. Um. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell's parents are fine. Don't call the uh, they're great. They're great. child don't protective call, services. Yeah, don't call. Yeah. Um. So I guess now can I get into my next concert? We're, we're doing like one a piece. I please think. do. Yeah. I, I could go on for a long time. Um, Sam Gould, if you're out there, just know it hurt me to not talk about Need to Breathe. But um, my next concert experience I want to talk about is the Black Jacket Symphony. And so for those of you who don't know, they're like a southeastern-based tribute band, but what they do is, it's like, I think it's like a... Do they wear... They they do wear black jackets. It's pretty cool. Are they... Um, Would you also... Would they be considered a a simp... I I don't know if I'd go that far. They're like a seven-piece band. I I think they have horns, um, several guitars. That's what it takes. And what they do is they'll, like, pick an album from a classic rock band, and they will go through that entire album for the first set and then for the second set they do the greatest hits of the band oh what yeah and so i've seen them do like we saw them do the beatles abbey road and they would do abbey road and go through the whole set i mean go through the whole album and then Mm -hmm. second set they would do like hey jude twist and shout please please me like stuff like that Yeah, yeah yeah um and i've seen them several times and the cool thing is i have a like kind of i mean not necessarily tight but like i have a connection with them because their rhythm guitar player brad wolf is like my dad's best friend from college and was his roommate really yeah and so he's gotten us to a bunch of their shows for free 
which was really cool. The coolest part is that when I was about eight or nine, eight or no, nine. I, I was I was probably younger, a little bit younger. They were doing um, another Brick in the Wall Part Two by Pink Floyd, mm. and that's like uh, not not many people our age would probably know that album super well. I don't even know it super well. I know that but, song. Yeah, there's one of Pink Floyd's most iconic songs is Another Brick in the Wall. All in all, and just another brick. There's a part in the song uh, where they bring out like a chorus of school children and they sing like, we don't need no education, we don't need no thought control. And the Black Jacket Symphony, yeah, yeah, that thing. The Black Jacket Symphony had decided when they played it live that they wanted to have that. And they were like, where are we going to get a bunch of children to come sing, <laughs> sing for us in a completely legal and not <laughs> right. creepy manner? Yeah. Where can we find the children? <laughs> I'll kidnap a thousand children. <laughs> this company, um, so they reached out to my dad. And he was like, yeah, I'll... Here. I'll give you my kid. <laughs> yeah, here, take my kids. Um, he speaks. He can vocalize. So he got me and my sister and a bunch of our friends to go out there, and we got to sing the, like, school kid chorus of Another Brick in the Wall yeah. in front of, like, a couple thousand people on stage. That is seriously awesome. It was, like, it, it's one of the coolest experiences of my life. I've flexed that so many times that, like, I'm not good at singing, but I've gotten to sing at a bigger crowd than you probably ever will. That's so true. <laughs> that's honestly, that's honestly a lot cooler than being mildly talented but unsuccessful. Is <laughs> <laughs> having one story. Yeah, honestly, that's all you need. Um, so that is probably one of my coolest concert experiences. And we got to hang out in like the green room. How old were you? I was like seven. Okay. Yeah. I have a video of it. If you're really dying for it, I can text it to you. But Yeah. So you've seen, you've gotten to experience with us, our concert experiences from youth to more of a modern age. I saw Weezer when I was, I think, a junior in high school. Yeah. And so now I think we'd like to discuss one of the <laughs> most unexpected, it was genuinely unexpected yeah. in on both fronts, both that it happened at all and what we went to see. It was out of left field. Yes. So me and Sam, uh, we have a friend, Garrison. Um, Shout out Garrison. Garrison knows who he is. Most of you listening... Does he know who he is? ...may know of him at this point if you're listening to the podcast. Um, I think Garrison does know who he is as far as I know. He's got to find himself. Um, that's... Don't we all? <laughs> but Garrison's a country music fan. His name is Garrison. and Garrison Brothers at that. Yes, and he's from up in Tennessee. So... Um, He's, he's done his fair share of yeeing and hawing and so on and so forth. And so for his for his birthday, uh, he's his he's his parents surprised him with tickets to a Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs> um, I before that I couldn't tell you any Kes, Kenny Chesney song. I keep trying to say Kesney Chenny whenever I say <laughs> his name. It's a difficult name. But I couldn't have named for you Kenny Chesney songs. All I could have said was beer in Mexico. But I didn't. I knew the name Kenny Chesney, and I knew yeah. like another uh, beer in Mexico. I knew she thinks my tracker's sexy. Yeah, I knew yeah. the song. I knew the song. No shoes, Summertime. No, shirt, no, no shoes, no shirt, no problem. I knew these songs. I knew Kenny Chesney, but they existed in my mind as these separate entities <laughs> until this concert where they all came together. Well, I looked him up. We like listened to some beforehand. Yeah, um, we pre-gamed Kenny Chesney, <laughs> but we were surprised by driving up to Nashville. Um, 
on a weekend with two days notice. Like, we didn't even know how Sam would be able to get off work beforehand. We just kind of yeah. had to figure it out as we went along. I legitimately was like, I'm not going to be able to make it to this. Yeah. And it's not like beforehand me nor Sam were like, man, I'm so hyped to go see. Because <laughs> neither of us are very big country music people. No. Um, But uh, we went and... It was one of the most fun concerts yeah. I've been to. Yeah, it genuinely like, was insanely fun. <laughs> say what you will, I like you said, neither of us are really country music fans. Um, but, I mean, and I, I don't even have a ton of personal attachment to his music even after the show. Like, I've yeah. like, I like some of his songs a little bit more now. Like, I'll shuffle my Spotify, and if it comes on, I'll be like, all right. Yeah. But, like, the man puts on a show. He does. He is very entertaining as, like, a front man. Yeah. And I've I've got to give it to him because for the longest time I was like, country music sounds miserable live because you're just going to be like s- slowly swaying to like, it was raining when my mama got out my of prison. grandpa shut on my tailgate and I accidentally shot my dog. <laughs> uh, whatever they sing about. Um, but it was incredible. He also has got to have one of the most dedicated fan bases I've ever seen. Seriously. I mean, you can tell when he's on stage that people worship this dude. Yeah. And he honestly gives back a lot of that affection to his to his crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, between almost every other song, he was saying how much like he appreciated people being there, how much he loved his fans. I mean, they've got a whole name for their fan base, the, the No, no Shoes, Shoes Nation. And the first time I saw that, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. This is like... This is stupid and over the top and just <laughs> ridiculous. But, I mean, like, as the show went on, I realized, I was like, these people aren't playing around yeah. about, like, sitting on a beach with a beer and no shoes. I mean, that's... This is can, who they are. Can we agree that it's a little strange to have your, like, entire fan base modeled around having your dogs out? Yeah, that is kind of weird to have, like, a... Like, everyone, don't wear shoes! <laughs> 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 What's up, No Shoes Nation? I'm sure glad you didn't bring socks tonight. Um, we both we both got shirts. Yeah, we. <laughs> our our friend Garrison went into the merch line to get a No No Shoes Nation flag, and we were just Pretty there awesome. with him. And by the end of the wait, he had converted us both, and we both bought T-shirts. I wanted one from yeah. the outset because I'm the kind of person that. If there's an opportunity to spend money on something in a way that I find humorous, I'm going to spend the money. Yeah. It's just hoping that it's not too much. The shirt was like 40 bucks because it was expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a concert shirt. Everything's more expensive at a venue like that. Yeah. And it was in the Titan Stadium too. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool to be in like a big like NFL stadium mm-hmm. for a concert too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not an uncommon thing. But um, my shirt's really comfortable. I sleep in that thing a lot. <laughs> but I think we need to talk about the concert was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about the last positive thing, which was between waiting for Kenny Chesney to come on, they played Blurred Lines and, <laughs> by Pharrell and Robin Thicke. Right, and they played uh, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X, which the whole crowd was singing. And it was like an EDM remix. It wasn't the original Old Town Road. And they also played a Weezer song. They played Island in the Sun. <laughs> and like I turned to you, and I was like convulsing. We heard like the... That it opens with, and we both like looked at each other and wanted to see her. <laughs> Garrison also, we just have to bring this up. Garrison didn't think Weezer was a real band until <laughs> he that thought they were off. a joke. <laughs> he thought like the internet community was gaslighting everybody else into yeah. thinking Weezer is a real thing. Yeah, uh, that concert was 
a blast the whole time. I I really like even if you're not into country music, I would recommend like if you have a friend who's even remotely into Kenny Chesney, go with them and see it because it is such a good time. Yeah. Um He's it's, on tour right now, I guess. I don't yeah. know how long his tour lasts. It's a good vi- I think that was the first show. Was it? Of the tour, maybe. Okay. Maybe I could be wrong. That makes sense to um, Nashville. But Oh my gosh, like I went in kind of skeptical and he closed the show with She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy. Which is the way to go out. Yeah. If For you, every concert from now on. Yeah, like close. every band ever needs to do yeah. that. If you've never heard that song, go treat yourself. It is so goofy, but you love it. Um, it's like the kind of song someone would make trying to make fun of country music. It feels like a parody. Yeah. But... I was losing my mind when all... Because, like, he had come back out for the encore, and he played one song before that, and then everything just went dark and quiet. And then all the lights... Green lights yeah, come on. Yeah, all, all the lights <laughs> turned green, and I turned to Garrison, and I'm like, John Deere, she thinks my tractor's sexy! And we started, like, freaking out. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, you know what wasn't amazing about that show? We, we, we'll have to, we'll have to mention this very quickly. We yeah, gotta try to wrap things up. Yeah, sorry. Um, Dan and Shay opened. They weren't fun, <laughs> and it they went on forever. <laughs> it went on so long. So I mean, the, he had like three openers, which I have never. I've, I've seen quite a few concerts in my day. I've never seen somebody I with think as part of many it openers. Is as Nashville he did. is such like the yeah, heart I mean, of country music. Yeah, that it's more like a like a celebration of country music. Yeah, like I mean that's why concert. the like Grand Ole Opry and the CMAs are there. Yeah. Um, but he started with Carly Pierce, who she was, I mean, decent music, not my favorite. She was she really attractive. She's very pretty. Um, country girl, shake it for me now. Um, Whoa. That's a song. That's that a song. Is, that that's a, a reference. That that's a, a reference. That's a song. That's a, that's a song that's not a command. Um, <laughs> uh, the next was Old Dominion, which they were pretty good. They also, they did a cover of Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. Yeah, that was awesome. And that was probably probably the hypest you and I got before Kenny Chesney. He played like the opening guitar, and I was like, "No way!" <laughs> I didn't even recognize it until he was like, "Come and tell all of the angels." Um, man, we should we should like acapella we, we our sang next so podcast. Many songs yeah, in this episode. And then we were like, "Okay, old Old Dominion was really good." I was about to say Old Town Road. Old Dominion was really cool. We've got one more before uh, Kenny Chesney, and it was Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I hate Dan and Shay. I hate them. I've never, uh, obviously, Speechless and Tequila. I mean, they're very big songs. Mm-hmm. But I thought that, like, that. I mean, that was it. I thought they were. I mean, I was like, they're gonna play those two songs and leave. They I was convinced for, like, they were gonna make out the whole time. They played for like two hours. They played yeah. For, like, an hour that, and a half. Oh, they played. It was it was obnoxiously long. It was so weird. They're like everything Kenny Je- Chesney is good at about being a showman, they're like the opposite. They're they just were very just like standing there. Really singing. obnoxious. Um, it was cool though for the the speechless song, like like the whole crowd like went dark yeah. and everyone like had their flown their flown fly, 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 <laughs> their phone flashlights. Talking is hard. <laughs> it is. Man, I should not do a podcast. <laughs> um, also, I think one of the last things I'll say about Kenny Chesney is when I hear the name Kenny Chesney, I think huge, fat, southern man, <laughs> overalls, straw hat, piece of wheat sticking out of his mouth. Kenny Chesney's like five six, yeah, and bald and ripped. Yeah, he's also jacked. Like he was wearing a and, tank top on stage, yeah, for a good reason. Yeah, and refuses Dude has guns. refuses to do anything else. Like I 
kind of didn't even process it until after I bought it, but the shirt I bought was the shirt specifically for that tour. And on the front, it's just a black and white picture of Kenny Chesney in a muscle shirt making, like, piercing eye contact with you. Like, yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> it's, it's a very sexually charged t-shirt, mm-hmm. and I kind of didn't notice it until after I had spent $40 on it. Yeah, but... I mean, that that was our experience with Kenny Chesney. Yeah, it was a great time. I felt so country the entire time. Um, but you know what? Sometimes, in the right circumstances, that is okay. Yeah. It's okay to be who you are, whether it's a Weezer fan or a country music fan. <laughs> this episode is all about acceptance. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean... We're, we've never been great at, at doing an outro for the, you know, one episode <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say the one this. time we've done it. Um, I mean, we're going to wrap up the podcast now, and this is us concluding it. Uh, this is like how teachers tell you in school, don't start your last paragraph anymore with, like, in conclusion. Um, or, like, this has, like, my Overall, points have been these things. Ultimately. Yeah. Um, um, finally. All we're trying to say... Thank once again. Thank you thank all for you. listening. Seriously, thank you to the internet for letting us have a platform to do something like of this. Course. Thank you to rss.com uh, and Spotify. Yes, leave us any feedback. You Please can do. comment. You can text us. Like the Instagram post. Do whatever. Share with your friends. Uh, I have been Sam. I have been Mitch. And this is the second episode of Club Sandwich. Thank you for listening. Bum Bye. bum bum bum.